When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast about saying no and setting boundaries. To become the authentic and empowered you that this world needs. I'm Sarah Saunders. And I'm Heather Drago. For those of you returning, thanks for sticking with us. We appreciate you and we're glad you're finding our content helpful. For those who are new, welcome. We're so glad you found us and are listening in. Make sure to go back and listen to our pilot episode to learn how this all started and why we're here. A quick reminder, while I am a licensed professional clinical counselor, this podcast is in no way a replacement for one-on-one therapy with a mental health professional. If you are struggling with mental health issues, we welcome you on this journey, but also invite you to seek out professional help. Go to this episode's page on our website and click the link to find a therapist near you. Okay, you guys. Well, we made it. Oh my gosh, we made it. It's 2021, a new year. Yeah, except it's still crazy, right? I mean, (laughs) this past week, I don't know about you, I'm exhausted. Um, Yeah, there's still a pandemic. There's still madness and mayhem going on in the world and uh yeah a lot of us have these um ideals and ideas that things are going to be fresh and clean and start over and have this arbitrary cut off of the bad ends here and the good starts anew and yeah it's not really happening so we, we just kind of wanted to talk about that today and about resolutions and intentions and vision boards and goals and all those things that we're all doing that, you know, dry January, um, you know, all those things, new diets, all these best of intention things, but sometimes um, things that sabotage us or make us feel worse about ourselves and just like kind of how to think about achieving our goals and living our best lives. And, you know, what does that mean when it's the new year? So I have to ask Heather, did you stay up for the ball drop or were you in bed before we did. midnight? You know, we did. We I, we're 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 farts. I mean, we just sit around and, and our kids were with us. Our adult kids were with us. And we just like um, 
we're big Animal Crossings people. So we watched the ball drop in Animal Crossings, actually. Mm. <laughs> so uh, it's a video game. I don't know if you know about it. You have like a village. and So we actually celebrated with the villagers in Animal Crossings and popped the party poppers. It was stupid, but it was fun. Um, And we had, uh, we bought sparkling juice because I'm not supposed to drink alcohol because of the cancer thing. Um, And... um, and yeah, so we just did that. How about you guys? What did you do? So we got the kids in bed and Justin and I actually, we, um, we did get a bottle of champagne and we were nice. just like in our pajamas and we ended up doing kind of like a, um, we, we just did lobster and Ooh. yeah, we had just like a nice meal, just the two of us. And this is going to sound so lame, you guys, but I'm, I'm completely just being transparent here, we just kind of had a financial meeting and we just <laughs> talked. I wow, know. Okay, okay. I know. We just, and, and I want Happy you to New know. Year, honey. Yeah. It, it was really, we talked about just like our, we kind of did like a 2020 review, just talking about like what the heck happened within yeah. the last year. And then we talked about um, kind of goals that we had for yeah. 2021 and went over. Um, yeah, just different like financial stuff. It sounds silly, but it was it was really nice for the two of us to just although it 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 looks like a shit storm of a year, truly how much we had grown and how excited we were for this upcoming year. Um, But I was in bed before midnight. Oh, well, that's okay. (laughs) That's allowed. It's been an exhausting year. I think being being in bed is a fitting end to 2020, quite honestly. Mm -hmm. I also have to say, I love, you know, we've had, you and I have had multiple conversations as we've planned the episodes that are coming up. And the next interview we're going to have is with you and Justin, and we're going to talk about how parenting is a partnership. And one of the things I love every time I get these little tidbit peeks into your life is you guys handle your marriage and family like a small business. Mm -hmm. Like you guys have business and planning meetings. And I really wish I had met you 25 (laughs) years ago. I swear to God, like I just... I look at you guys and I think, man, they are so much more together than you were at that age. I really wish I'd known this stuff. So I'm excited to learn more about that in our next, you know, our next interview, our full yeah. episode with you guys. But I think that's great. I yeah. just think that's, and and you, know. you guys will hear more. But what I will say is that it just comes natural to us. It's just mm-hmm. kind of how both of us are wired. And we mm-hmm. love, we love to plan. We love to vision. And we're just best friends and we're just hanging out. That's so out. great. Yeah. How great. It's great to have a life partner, business partner. You know what I mean? Like you guys really are a partnership. So I just, yes. I love that. And I love that we're going to learn more about that next time. So, and it hasn't um, always been that way. It's taken well, work, no, which yeah. you guys will hear about. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, so before we get into like the meat of the conversation, I wanted to take a minute to start our year together Sarah, with some gratitude. Um, We are so, this has been such a fun project and we started in the midst of chaos and when we both had personally things going on. So the first thing I want to share is that I had my first scan since cancer treatment and I got the all clear, you guys. So I'm cancer free and I'm really happy about that. And I didn't realize it was kind of hanging over my head until it got done. But you know, when she came back and said, yep, you're good. Good to go. I, I it like this, like 
tension just like lifted out of my chest. Like, okay. So I just wanted to share that happy uh, news and thanks to everyone for their support. Thank you. I mean, I, you've told me already. Yeah. This, it's not the first time, but every time I hear it, it just, it gets better and better. It's such a thing to celebrate. Yeah, it really is. And, and how are you doing? How, how, how's, how's it going as far as, you know, the dealing with the kiddos? I know I've seen some uh, fun, uh, Instagram stories of your kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) You guys having kids like trying to clean, it's like brushing your teeth, eating Oreos. Like it is just, there's, it's always something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so on the last mini, so that we had, um, that we did back in December, I just shared that I was, you know, talking with my therapist and she had um, kind of insinuated and was assessing for, you know, the possibility of some postpartum depression, kind of a delayed onset. And so that has been something, yes, that I didn't realize was happening. Mm -hmm. And it's something that I am experiencing. Um, But for those of you listeners that listen often, um, And as well as kind of my therapeutic ones, I don't focus on the label. I focus on the symptoms. But when that was brought to light, it kind of really put things in a better perspective for me to recognize Mm -hmm. I am still postpartum. And although Mm -hmm. it is six months, um, it's something that I'm still dealing with. And, you know, and I talked about this the last time, is it the chicken or the egg type of things with the way that the world is right now and you know, what's going on, the sleep deprivation, which we're on night two of Tristan sleeping through the night, which has been that. Okay. Wait a minute. Everybody stop for a moment. (laughs) Everybody together with me, everybody, everybody put the vibes out. We're just going to pray for continued night's sleep. Because I honestly, um, sleep deprivation is no joke. Mm -hmm. It is physical, mental strain on your body. I mean, that's how cults get people to follow them is by depriving sleep. That's how they treat people in POW camps. Like seriously, that is alone. Right. uh, Can cause so much problem. So, so many problems. Um, So yay for that. Yes, That's a win. Absolutely. So, you know, the sleep is definitely, yeah, it, it, the sleep deprivation, sleep is medicine. And, and so I think, um, the things that I have been doing, recognizing, giving myself grace, we talk about all that. We talk about that all the time, but really giving myself grace, self-compassion, talking with Justin and really telling him, you know, where I need him to kind of help out and delegate. Um, But I've really, Heather, taken time to get back to the basics. And my word, actually, if you don't mind, I'm, you know, I do a word for 20. Yeah. And we'll talk about that, but go ahead. You can just cut that part out. We'll figure it out. (laughs) Um, But my word for 2021 is pause. Nice. And that is in all areas of my life. I feel that I chose that word because as if you haven't listened, go back and listen to the pilot episode, but I have to have boundaries around food. And so, um, in, in the previous episode, 
that you interviewed Jennifer, she was talking about food addiction and yeah, Jennifer just Huska. Mm-hmm. the emotional eating. And so pause is something that when I'm in the kitchen, really being mindful and I pause, is this food Am I feeding the feeling or am I feeding the hunger and really being able to, um, you know, pause in those moments? I feel like if there's any of you mamas out there right now, like my emotional reactivity is something that I just have noticed myself. I get very overstimulated and sometimes I don't react in the best way. And mm-hmm. so reminding myself to just pause in those mm-hmm. moments, mm-hmm. Um, respond, let my temperature come down, um, just pausing in life, looking at my schedule and where do I need a pause? Where do I need white space? Yeah. Um, even in those very, you know, mundane moments that I'm, you know, just with the kids or with Justin Mm -hmm. pausing and taking it in. Um, So doing getting back to the basics, you know, the nutrition, the the, um, the hydration, movement and sleep, those things have really been helping, um, Mm -hmm. as well as just kind of pausing. I'm so glad. I'm so glad you're focusing on yourself. It's so hard when you're a mom and you have these three little ones who are just demanding, I mean, rightly so, demanding lots of attention. And I'm glad, I'm glad you're pausing and taking care of yourself. You look, I mean, you guys can't see her, but I can. And she's smiling and glowing and she looks beautiful and you're so sweet. Thank um, you. Yeah. So she, you look good and, and I'm glad you're feeling better and um and working on yourself giving yourself time to work on yourself and so therapy therapy oh, yeah, absolutely. Is, sure. is so helpful and for those of you um I mean, I talk about this all the time but in order to have any type of sustainable change you need to process emotions and to just mm-hmm. have someone to talk to so therapy has been very helpful in my journey good Thanks for sharing that. And what about you? How are you doing? I'm, I'm good. Um, we can talk about my word for the year. I'm I'm actually pretty energized. I have some things I'm looking forward to. I'm really focusing. We have so much work, um, you know, clients booked through the first half of the year, which is amazing. And that's um, amazing. It is amazing. And um and a, a really exciting, fun things to work on and which have kind of opened some doors and thinking about how to focus um, my business. And also, you know, I've I've been just uh, this onward journey of no and boundaries and focusing on how that impacts my life. It's just continuing and which we'll talk about. And um, I'm I'm good. I'm I'm feel uh, the pain. So as some people who've been following know I've had a lot of body pain because of medication, chemo induced um, pain, and it has done some things to my hands. And so like I, you can see, Sarah, I still have a brace on yeah. one hand and still having some issues, but it's gradually getting better day by day. So I'm starting to feel less like an 80 year old woman. And, um, and, uh, and I have some new, new medication, new regimen I'm on. So, you know, it's, you know, day by day, gradually getting better. And I, I, I'm feeling positive about the futures and, and this, you know, the coming months. So I'm good. I love hearing that. 
I do have to make one other um, small mention is that I think another huge shift for me is that I have started physically working from my office space. So um, I signed a lease for my new therapy practice space a week before COVID hit. (laughs) Um, And although I am still just Murphy's law, right? (laughs) Yes. But although I'm still just doing virtual sessions, um, I was working from home in my basement. And a lot of that had to do with, you know, some mom guilt that was creeping in. Mm -hmm. um, And the need to feel like I needed to be home. And the nanny was like, it's actually better when you're not here. Yeah. <laughs> so I needed to hear that. But um, I feel like it's been really nice and giving myself permission to be working in this mm-hmm. space, not being home. And I'm feeling more like myself when I'm doing things that fill up my own cup. Yeah, you have to. I mean, you ha- yeah, every mom out there, you have to, it's it's the oxygen in the airplane, right? Absolutely. You have to, you have to, be able to save yourself before you can save others. So. And it's so tough, Heather, because it's that whole practice, what you preach. And mm, I feel yeah. like it's as, as a therapist, like I know these things and it's easier for me to share them with other people, but mm-hmm. sometimes to actually take my own advice, like it, yeah. it is tough. And so if any of you are out there that you know what to do, you're talking to your friends in this way or whatever, but it's hard for you to do it. Just do some, some inner work to kind of feel like what's keeping you stuck. Yeah. So I said, I wanted to start the year with gratitude and, um, we've been asking, uh, folks for feedback and we have gotten some of the nicest reviews, you guys. And I wanted to take a minute to read them and thank our listeners. So um, I'll start. Let's take turns. We'll read them to each other. Sure. So the first one is from J-N-N-B-A-U. I think I know who this is. I think this is a friend of the podcast. But um, so she says, I look forward to each new episode. I thoroughly enjoy listening to Sarah and Heather as they unpack tough issues. I can relate to needing to say no, but I'm not always sure how to go about it. Their friendly, loving, and funny tips and strategies are something I look forward to each week. It's interesting to hear how guest speakers have grown from saying no as well. That's so nice. Oh, I love these. My yeah, love tank you. is just being filled know, and right? filled. It's so nice. So then there's one from M. Staten 1404 that says this podcast has easily become one of the highlights of my week. I look forward to listening to new episodes every week. Thank you. Thank you for listening and staying with us. Okay. So this one we know is from a friend of the podcast. This is from Allie Klotz. Thank you, Allie. Um, She says, while it's brand new, I'm blown away at Heather and Sarah's fast start out of the gate. Their personalities complement each other so well. They really do a great job facilitating the conversation and asking great questions. I'm also loving the mini-sodes in between, like this one, in between the longer shows. So, so many good tips. Grab a cup of coffee or glass of wine because you'll feel like you're joining a fun, helpful conversation with your girlfriends. Thank you, Allie. Thanks, Allie. We love you. Yeah. And I want to read, um, there was an email from Rebecca, Rebecca Bryson, who is a dear friend and colleague of mine. And she said, I love listening 
to a hard no. It gets me going in the morning in such a positive way. I enjoy the content in the mini episodes, the long interviews, as well as the resources provided. I am using these ideas not only in my personal life to make changes, but in my therapeutic relationship with clients, as I am also a counselor. Thank you, ladies, for sharing part of you with me. What a wonderful, that was, I remember when that came through, I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, it got all teary. Yeah. So that's so nice. And then we have one last one from B, was that BLJ2242? Both of these ladies are amazing and so refreshing to listen to. I love the knowledge and drive these two bring to the table. I can't wait to hear more and we can't wait to bring you more. So thank you for listening to us and thank you for reviewing us. We have like 21 five-star reviews on, on uh, Apple podcast, which is amazing. So mm-hmm. thank you guys. If you haven't given us a rating or review, um, we're going to shamelessly ask you to <laughs> please do it. Um, Cause it just helps us um, help more people. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, so thank you and keep it coming. So um, let's get back to our uh, our topic, which is sort of the new year, new you. Not really. I don't know what we're going to call this mini-sode, but sure. uh, we'll figure it out. But um, sort of this pressure. New year, same you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, you know, I think we all just have been here, you know, we've been marketed to constantly, like start your new diet or, you know, whatever, Do you know. New Year's resolution. And and I think, didn't you tell me like research shows people fail like like by within four to six weeks, like people are just have given up on whatever new thing they were going to do, whatever new habit they were going to impose upon themselves? Right. I think, you know, what tends to happen and research does show that people oftentimes they fall back into those old patterns mm-hmm. and they're less likely to commit to a goal that doesn't offer immediate um, payoff or that immediate instant gratification. Mm-hmm. And so I think the new year it is it's very exciting but it can also be very triggering for people Mm -hmm. um and at least in my work what i'm seeing clinically is that there is no one size that fits all and so there is no specific manual but what research is also showing is that the more empathy and self-compassion you have, the more you are likely to make a sustainable change. And so this idea of not striving for perfection, but striving for progress and Mm -hmm. being able to identify what is, how do you want like we talk about, how do you want to live your best life? What are things that you need? And reminding ourselves that it's a journey. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, when we start in our pilot episode, we talk about this, but when I started this whole year of no thing, it started at, you know, as I was assessing the year, the year prior and I just said, I need to learn how to say no, you know, I just, I have to do. So I just made it like, I'm going to make this a habit. I do every day, find one thing. And so last, so it was, you know, year of no, and then it was no 2.0 for 2020. Well, guess what? It's no 2.1. Like it's 2020. I'm, this is just my life now. This is just who I am. And this is an ongoing struggle and challenge that I am going to just keep focusing on. And so, 
you know, there is no new thing I'm going to learn. Um, and, um, so, you know, we, some people have resolutions, some people have bucket lists or whatever. Um, And you talked about your focus word. Mm -hmm. Mine is alignment. Mm -hmm. And, and I got that because we, you've talked about, um, how you, you know, figure out your why, right? And what are your goals in life and whatever? And are you living in alignment with your values? Mm -hmm. And to me, that's just all encompassing, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I didn't quite get organized for January one, but kind of January two, I sat down and I just wrote down kind of like what I, what I want for this year. And, and it all came back to living in alignment Mm -hmm. with my, here are my goals. Here are the things I want to achieve. Here's how I want to feel. And so it's just all about that. It's still just going to be all. Of, and so all these things I'm excited to try and do with my business, they all re- revolve around, am I, is my business operating in alignment to help me get to my why? Am I, are my personal relationships are in alignment? Like all those things. Um, but again, it's just this ongoing search. I don't know, journey. I don't know what, what you call it. Yeah. It's, it's not a this year thing. It's a, I want my life to be better thing. Absolutely. And it's, it's kind of that idea of like, what's life giving and what's life sucking. And really, I think it's also important to recognize that I think goals are wonderful. And I, Mm -hmm. I definitely have goals, but it's more of being flexible with the approach. And also I think sometimes people think if they give themselves self-compassion or they give themselves grace, they're not being accountable or they're making an excuse. And that's not Mm -hmm. the case. And I know for me personally, as well as clients that I'm working with, it's recognizing, you know, where are you today and what is going to help you today get you to where you want to go? And Mm -hmm. so what, what do you need to do today? Today, do you have the ability to work out for an hour or do you have the ability to work out for 30 minutes or 20 minutes? Do Mm -hmm. you have the ability, you know, fill in the blank, but just taking it day by day, having goals in mind, but also giving yourself time to get there, Mm -hmm. I think is really important for people to recognize is that it doesn't have to be this black and white I succeeded or I failed. There's a lot of gray gray area. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, what do you think of people who? Not what you think of them, but what do you think of the the practice or the um, like? Let's say people already started. My New Year's resolution is I'm not going to eat sugar or whatever. I mean, is that a waste of time or is it more like? Okay, that's great, but you need to also focus not on the behavior, but on what? Mm -hmm. Sure. So when it comes to, you know, something food related, I always am curious to unpack why. Why do we want to give up sugar? If we are, you know, putting sugar into our diet, is there something that it's creating us to do? Are we, do we feel more brain fog? Do we feel less energy? Like, why don't we want to be eating sugar? That's Mm -hmm. what I want to get to. Because when we can get to the root, then we're able to better manage 
sticking to that goal. But if it's more of like, at least for me, and again, you know, people that I work with, like, no is a trigger. It can be a trigger word sometimes. And so if we're told like, no, you cannot eat sugar, we're going to want sugar. And so to remind ourselves of like, my body is a vessel in which I am able to best utilize my gifts. And so by, by fueling my body with things that are not sugar related, I'm better able to do my work. Right. And of course, that was just an example of absolutely whatever. And I can't help but go deep because that's what I do. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think you there's a reason why you want to stop doing something. And I try and reframe rather Mm -hmm. than no, don't eat that or don't do that. I like to what is something healthy that you could swap? What can you do instead of restricting something? Yeah. Well, we talk about saying no to make room for the yes. So what's the yes? Exactly. You have to know what it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I also think about, you know, in driver's ed, when, when they say, don't stare at the thing you're trying not to drive into, because like, if you stare at the mailbox, you're going to drive into the mailbox, Mm -hmm. right? So sometimes we get a little too hyper-focused on things. Mm -hmm. um, And we just have to look at our whole lives. What's the quality of our life? Mm -hmm. And I think if we go from that all or nothing mentality, Mm -hmm. it really Mm -hmm. helps because what happens if, yes, your goal is not to eat sugar and then you have a salad dressing or you eat something and you're like, oh my gosh, like that had sugar in it. And then you're like, I just blew it. It's that perfectionism. So it's kind of in a situation like that, shoot, my bad, didn't realize that it's okay. Mm -hmm. And then next meal, I'm going to do better. right? Right. Yeah. So it's like when we talked about um, dieting with Jen Prohaska, she's talked about how like when you blow it, then you're like, well, screw it. Then I'm just going to eat everything. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, so, you know, don't give up. If you have set a goal or a challenge for yourself, don't give up if you mess up. Right. I mean, that's part of the learning process. There are always going to be stumbles and falls. and That's just life. Mistakes are proof that we are learning and we're trying new things. So I want us to be making mistakes and I want us to be able to have the courage to try Mm -hmm. new things, but then to recognize, and I love your word of alignment, because when you do try this new thing, does it align? Does it feel right? And if it yeah. doesn't, then get rid of it. If yeah. it does feel right, keep keep doing it. Yeah. I, I recently heard, so I'm a big believer in that failure is a great teacher. Mm-hmm. And I recently heard this interview where Glennon Doyle was talking with Oprah. It was like in the Oprah mm-hmm. super soul conversation. And she said, pain is a traveling professor. Mm-hmm. And I thought immediately failure is a traveling professor. Mm -hmm. Failure, of course, can cause pain depending on how big or small the failure is. But so many things in my life that have happened that I considered failures ended up being some of the most valuable experiences because they ended up creating who I am now. And so now when something happens, like in my business or life, and there's a failure or something goes wrong, I... I, I embrace it. I'm like, okay, well, what happened? And I sit there and I analyze it. And sometimes it ends up getting documented and here's how we address it. And this is what we do to prevent it. Um, 
and then we end up being more successful in the long run. Like, so I just feel like those little failures, those little hiccups Mm -hmm. can uh, be very valuable if you really are honest and assessing what you're doing Mm -hmm. and being mindful, as you you say. Right. A lot of the growth mindset work that I do, and especially with school-age kids, I actually have them write out um, going vertically. I have them write out fail, like F-A-I-L, and they write in the F stands for first. So the A is attempt, I is in, and L is learning. So Mm -hmm. fail, I help them rewire, reframe. Mm -hmm. Failure is first attempt in learning. Right. And and so reminding them, reminding ourselves that it's all about perspective and it's all about, you know, unpacking and what we do with that situation. And mm-hmm. and we we grow from it. We mm-hmm. and I think that that's really important. And to give mm-hmm. ourselves grace and to remind ourselves, how cool is it that we have that experience? It served us in some way and looking that at that with gratitude because it's getting us to the next step. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to share something I'm going to do. So I do, I, I don't necessarily believe in resolutions mm-hmm. um, or bucket lists or whatever, but I do as part of this alignment thing, or, you know, if you have a, a word you want to focus on or something. I do believe in challenging yourself. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things I've struggled with, and I have many clients who struggle with this is, is consistently developing content to market, whatever it is they do. So content marketing is, you know, blogging, social media, podcasting, um, where you're, where you're generating helpful content to make yourself known and draw people to your website or your business or whatever it is. Like life coaches put out content all the time and, you know, it's just a, it's a thing, but it's really hard to do consistently. We do it for pay for other people, but I really struggle to do it for my own business. And, and even for this podcast, like just time, you know, there's always, it's the, what is it? The cobbler's kids have no shoes. It's, you know, you're always doing it for everybody else. So There's this thing called the ship 30 for 30 challenge and what it is, it's a, it's like a boot camp, um, and they give you these tools and you sign up and you're in a cohort for a month, a group of people, and you get an accountability partner who's doing it with you and you publicly declare that you're going to write about a topic every day for 30 days. You have to write for like 30 to 45 minutes, 250 words, write on a topic, every day for 30 days and you have to publish it on social media and they give you templates and all this stuff. So I signed up, I started February 1st and I'm going to write about setting boundaries. I'm going to write about what we're talking about. So, um, so I just want you guys to stay tuned for that. And, um, I'll be posting it as Heather Drago on Twitter. Um, but I'll also, you know, retweet it out to the hard no podcast. If you're not following us on Twitter, or Instagram, uh, or Facebook, although I hate Facebook, so just (laughs) ignore Facebook. (laughs) Um, but, um, yeah, so just watch for that. And that's sort of my, you know, you guys can all be my accountability partners. If I, if you don't see something in February from me, let me know. Um, but 
So again, it's a challenge. It's not a, I'm not expecting it to change my life, but it might help me develop some tools so that I can do some of the things I want to do and be in alignment with my goals. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's like a, it's a project I'm doing Mm -hmm. more than, than a big, like, I'm going to lose 50 pounds kind of thing. You know what I mean? So I, I love that. And I really appreciate you sharing that. And I think it is important to figure out what, what truly helps grow us. One Mm -hmm. of the activities, the interventions, creative interventions I've been doing specifically this week as we are in a new year. um, And I would like to guide you guys through this is just creating a visual and having, um, imagining yourself as, as a plant whatever plant you want to be, whether it's a flower, whether it's a tree, whatever plant, and then drawing that in the center of the paper and then identifying the foundation, the soil. What does that plant need to be rooted in in order for it to grow? And what does its environment, what is the type of environment it needs to be in and what water does it need for it to grow? And so the foundation are those basic needs. What are the basic needs that that plant that you need? Identify that, write it out. Mm -hmm. What is the water? So as far as that self-care, what do you need to be doing in order to truly be growing and living your best life? And what is the environment that that plant needs to be in? What are the relationships that that plant needs? What are the environment in your home? A lot of people I've been talking to specifically um, are on kind of this declutter, simplify Mm -hmm. mission. And so is the environment that you're in at home, is that allowing you to grow or is it keeping you stuck? Is it overwhelming you? And so I just encourage you to really think about those foundational things. What is the soil that you need? Um, What is the water that you need? And what's the environment? And once you're able to just recognize those things, you start to live more intentionally with Mm -hmm. what will create growth to happen. And then you can maybe take a different color and you can say, what are things that actually create that plant to die? What are things that don't serve it well? And if Mm -hmm. those are things in your life that you're realizing this really isn't serving me, we need to start replacing those things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's really interesting. So just to make sure I understand the exercise, if you were to like literally sit down and do this, Mm -hmm. which I might take you up on, like, are are you suggesting like literally drawing a plant, Mm -hmm. but then the thing and like, like literally say, I need this, you know, alkali water and I need full sun or whatever, but then do it again. But as a per, as my person, as myself, what is my, what environment do I need? What, what feeds me? What helps me grow? What makes me be vibrant? Like those kinds of things, like kind of like, obviously the plant is a metaphor, right? Mm -hmm. But are you saying like, when you draw the plant, draw the things that a plant, a literal plant needs or the things that me human Heather needs. 
So this is where it's very individualized and you Ah, get to decide. Okay. Because I believe that my clients, you're the expert of you and I like them to do it however they feel fit. What I will say is that in doing this um, with several clients, they've done it both ways. So I've had clients actually draw out some type of plant and I'll just say a beautiful sunflower. They then will put that plant in, um, in a pot and then write on the pot. Like this is, these are things that the plant needs. Um, what I really encourage them to do is imagine them as that. Some people have drawn a picture of themselves, like a stick figure or whatever it is. And then Mm -hmm. put, water droplets and wrote words in each of the gotcha. water droplets. So it can right, be right. How what a fascinating I, exercise. I love that. What mm-hmm. feeds me? What nourishes me? What helps me grow? Mm-hmm. That's, I love that because then you get to the root of how you live in alignment, right? Right. So back to my word, but there's just so much beauty in mm-hmm. visuals as well as mm-hmm. writing things out. We've talked about this before. You have to write it out to get it out. But mm-hmm. when you write it out, it also it puts it out into the world and it also gives you a vision. It allows you to see what are you currently in and what do you want? And that can be part of that challenge, Mm -hmm. challenging us to always, we always want to be better and we can't be better if we don't know better. So Mm -hmm. this is allowing us to really understand and acknowledge what Mm -hmm. we need. Yeah. I like, it's a different approach to taking stock. It's not just Mm -hmm. a, what I want out there that's on the outside of me. Like what, what do I need as a part? What feeds my soul? Mm -hmm. I love that. I think that's a great uh, exercise. I'm going to try it. So very cool. Thank you. Of course. So do you want to, do you want to lighten it up a little bit? Sure. Okay. So I, I was doing things today that made me think, you know, I won't miss this after this pandemic is over. So I just wanted to like, you know, we've had a year of a little less than a year and we have a little more to go. And so I just thought I would ask you four fun questions about about like where we are and where we're going and I want to I'm curious to see what your answers would be and I'll tell you mine and listeners I've never heard any of these questions yeah she has no idea what's coming they're not that big a deal deal, but okay so first what are you most looking forward to when this pandemic's all over what's like the thing you really miss doing and you're really looking forward to hugs yeah I I really miss genuinely just embracing people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mine is hugging my mom. Yeah. I miss hugging my mom and I know she misses hugging me. So that's, that's number one. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Number two, what don't you miss at all? For, like, like what have you been like, you're in the pandemic, you're surprised. Like, I don't miss, I don't miss that at all. And I'm not going to go back to it once the pandemic's over. I don't miss feeling as though I was expected to attend certain things just because I was invited. Ah, 
I'm not sure if that makes sense, but I yeah, yeah, yeah. really... You don't feel pressured to attend everything. Yes, yes. Like, mm-hmm. we have really done a great job of creating our Sundays as that mm-hmm. family prep, family day. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned this in the first episode, the pilot, but, you know, Sundays was always a day that we would have different obligations. And I don't miss feeling the rush and the pressure to have Mm -hmm. to attend all of these things just because we were invited. It was Mm -hmm. nice for things to be canceled. So Mm -hmm. we will be very intentional um, in what we choose to reintroduce once the pandemic is over mine is way less serious i don't miss i don't miss belts belts okay i don't miss belts buttons no mm -mm, don't miss like i never was a leggings person Mm -hmm. uh before this and that's pretty much all i wear now and then i discovered leggings with pockets and i'm like done this is just me now i'm not I'm never wearing belts again. Yes. I tried to wear like a pair of pants with a zipper and I was like, what is this? I can't do this anymore. <laughs> you guys, this is like such a reflection of like, Heather, like I'm just so deep sometimes and you're just like surface. Yeah. Like this yeah. is, this is our personalities. <laughs> I can get deep too, but yeah, it's just, I don't know. I was thinking about yes. these dumb things. Yeah. What about a little little thing that you're surprised you don't miss just like little like not deep thing a little thing that I'm surprised that I don't miss why don't I pass to you while I think on this okay mine is Starbucks I don't miss like going and spending all that money on the foo-foo-y drinks and stuff. Like I've discovered just like really good quality pour over coffee at home or Mm. teas or like I just really good quality water, like just, and I've saved so much money not going there. Sorry, Starbucks, but (laughs) I'm out. Like, what about you? Anything little? I think the little thing is and I'm, my husband will be shocked when he hears this. Like, I actually don't miss shopping as much as I thought that I oh, would. Yeah. That's um, true. Me too, I guess, when you say that. Yeah. Yeah. Because part of the pause, the you know, is that I can be a very impulsive buyer. And so mm-hmm. especially like you go into Target, that dollar yeah. section, like, mm-hmm. and I am someone that is trying to, you know, simplify things. And I think... Um, as much as I do still enjoy, ladies, do not get me wrong. I enjoy getting my Starbucks and walking yeah, yeah. through Target. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't miss, you know, shopping as the much. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And being able to just yeah. have things in a cart, pause, yeah. think about it. Do I really need this or not? Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't miss it as much as I thought I would. A couple years ago, I instituted a rule for myself because you know, merchandisers are very good at putting things on those end caps and, mm-hmm. hey, oh, that's cool. Isn't that pretty? Oh, I need that candle. Like all the stuff. So you go in there with a list of two things and you walk out and you spent $200. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I instituted a rule that I'm not allowed in like the big box stores like Target or Walmart or any of those big stores. I'm not allowed to use a basket or a shopping cart 
I must carry out whatever I buy with my own two hands unless I bring someone else with me and a list. I've gotten really good at carrying things. That is really great self-restraint. I can loop things on every, you know, and, and, you know, the employees walk up to me and they're like, ma'am, would you like a basket? I'm like, no, that's all good. (laughs) Meanwhile, things are dangling from my pinkies. But um, yeah, so yeah, it's, it's funny, you know, and this is kind of comes from a place of such privilege and I want to make sure I'm acknowledging this, you know, um, a lot of people are hurting and don't have money or didn't have that much money to begin with. And and I grew up that way. So I understand where, where I'm coming from. But it's funny to look at the checkbook now and realize how much money I'm not spending because I'm not buying the junky stuff I never needed in the first place. Sure. So I'm with you there. Yeah. I'm with you there. Yeah. yeah. It's it's that quality over quantity. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And last one is... What won't you miss about the pandemic when it's over? Like something that started in your life during the pandemic that you're like, boy, I won't miss this. You guys, I'm such a deep processor that (laughs) like I think very deeply about questions. Heather, why don't you share and maybe it'll spark something for me. This will tell you that it was, I was in the process of doing this before we recorded today. That's that that's where these questions came from. Okay. Uh, at home haircuts. Cause I am the haircut person in my house. I'm giving everyone haircuts and it is so anxiety inducing <laughs> because I'm so worried I'm going to do something and accidentally give someone a bald spot or something with this clipper system we have. Like I, it is so stressful, <laughs> but you know, we're being safe and we're doing at home haircuts. Mm-hmm. I will not miss that. I will, I will enjoy going to get my hair colored at a salon and I will be happy to send my husband off to the barber and yeah, I won't miss that. See, see nothing, but now it doesn't yeah. have to be super important. So right. Just something. So something, this is a tough one, but something I won't miss is like virtual sessions. Yeah. I mean, I will continue to offer virtual if needed, but I am recognizing more and more how important like seeing clients in person really is. And so that's a tough one because I think I miss seeing you in person, just doing this virtually. I mean, it's nice. It's it's how great that we have this technology. Yeah. can you imagine 20 years ago, if this pandemic had happened, we would all have been losing our minds. We wouldn't have been able to do the things we're doing now. But yeah, there's sort of this quality that's missing. Yeah. And I also will not miss my kids, my toddlers having to wear masks. Like that has Uh, been. Is that so hard to get them to do it? No, it's not. It is not hard, but it's heartbreaking to see. And I took Beckham to um, Costco with me. Actually, it was earlier today before we recorded. And um, 
he had his little mask on. He has an Elmo mask. It's absolutely adorable. And there was another little girl and she had, um, I think it was like a Blue's Clues mask on. And he said, like, I like your mask. And he, but then he looked at me and said, mommy, I don't think she could hear me through my mask. And so it's, you know, it's just one of those things like they can't tell. Are they smiling? Are they not? Like, so I'm not going to miss, I'm not going to miss the masks. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's hard. Yeah. It's hard to smile. And, you know, I must, I'm one of those people I smile and say hello to people Mm -hmm. as I'm walking around in general. Mm -hmm. I just feel like you get back what you put out there. Mm -hmm. So I'm always smiling and saying hi to people. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. I, I won't miss that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, weirdly I've had my business started in my home. I've had a home office this whole time, but then, um, for a couple of years, I've been a member uh, at different co-working spaces. Um, there's a great one in Cleveland called uh, Limelight. And there's another great one called Beauty Shop. And we've been members of both. And they're great because you can invite people in for meetings. And it's a very professional atmosphere. And you can, you know, have a place to work away from home without having to, you know, pay for at least like you do for, mm-hmm. for an office. And, um, and I kind of canceled that before this whole pandemic hit just to save money. And you know what? I won't miss having to work at home. Like it's a luxury. It's nice that I can do this, but um, yeah. Uh, I love my family. Don't get me wrong. I'm really tired of these people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to being able to go work in a more professional setting yes. uh, when this is over. So yeah. 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 Anyway. So anything else we want to say about new year's resolutions and vision boarding and all that stuff. I mean, like, Hey, whoever you are listening to us, you do you no judgment, whatever gets you through. But in my opinion, the new year is arbitrary, just like holidays are arbitrary. Like it's all, it's just a January one's just a number and it doesn't define you before and after. I mean, it's life is an ongoing journey. What do you think? Yeah. And I just encourage you I encourage you to take time to really think about what the new year means to you. There's no right or wrong, like Heather said, but to just think like, where does that narrative come from? What, what do you want with these next, you know, 365 days? Like you get to decide, but that this is your life and you are in control. And I just want you to do what makes you feel your best. It doesn't matter how it makes other people feel. You do what makes you feel your best because when you do that, it's going to seep into other areas of your life. Yeah, that's great. And we would love to hear how you do choose to take on this new year. Yeah, absolutely. What What's your thought process? What How do you challenge yourself, whether it's a, an annual thing or an ongoing thing? Or a seasonal thing. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Well, guys, you know, Sarah and I could chit chat for hours, but uh, I don't think you'd want to sit there and listen to us. So we're going to wrap this one up, but uh, we'll be back next week and we'll be talking to Sarah and 
her wonderful husband, Justin, which I'm super excited about. Buckle up and I apologize in (laughs) advance for anything that comes out of that man's mouth. (laughs) Oh boy. I'm sure he'll be well behaved. I'm sure. And plus I'm the editor so I can cut stuff out. (laughs) It'll it'll be a fun one. Okay, cool. Well, great. Well, thanks everyone. Thanks for listening. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Bye guys. Have a great day. Welcome to the Bravery Academy. My name is Emma Ferris and I'm your host. This podcast is crafted to share the stories of courageous individuals who've overcome adversity and found the courage to live their best lives. We'll explore the science of well-being, courage and connection and interview top thought leaders, game changers and survivors. And it's from these stories that we learn what resilience is, how to heal, how to recover and how to be brave.